Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to a special episode of See You Next Wednesday. I'm Dan Gorman. What came first, the chicken or the egg? I egged the chicken, then I ate his egg. <laughs> I'm Casey Lyons, and I was making records while you were sucking your mother's dick. <laughs> I'm Greg, and I got a peg leg at the end of my stumpa. <laughs> Shake your rumpa. Mm-hmm. All right, so if you can't tell, yeah. uh, we're doing a little, a little mini episode uh, this week before the real episode, because uh, the news broke yesterday. Of uh, Beastie Boy MCA, Adam Adam Yout died. Yeah, sad day. Age forty-seven. Yeah, yeah, died of cancer. Oh. Something he's been battling so for a while. Yes. We're all pretty bummed out about it. Yeah. Um, I was saying to Greg uh, earlier today that usually when celebrities or famous people pass away, there's a lot of people that that say like, "Oh, you know, whatever. It's not like you know them or whatever." And I I have definitely said that before in the past, but mm-hmm. this is I've. I've definitely now kind of seen, like, I don't know, when you have a certain relationship with someone's music, I mean, I kind of try not to say that, like when Whitney died. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried to stay out of it, because I was like, yeah. you know what, somewhere someone it, has an emotional connection to her music. And right, I, I don't say. necessarily, but but so, yeah, somebody but else is, might feel genuine one, grief. This is one that, like, yesterday really hit me. I was, mm-hmm. like, really bummed out all Oh, day. yeah. And just, just uh, I don't know, it's, uh, it doesn't seem right at all. No. You, know, you can't... Uh, it is... I woke up. Uh, I woke up this morning, and and I mean, like y- it really hit me hard yesterday. Yeah. Like I, I really had a tough time with it yesterday. I woke up this morning, and first thought I had was, yeah, I still live in a world where MCA is gone. Yeah, know? yeah. And just, that's that's I I'm having a I'm having a hard time processing. Totally. That. Yeah. And I was listening listening to like obviously to to yeah. the music all night last night. And yeah. It was just. What what is usually really makes me really happy. Yeah, it was, that was just, the strangest I mean, thing. It was very. It was just a very serious. I was mm-hmm. just you know I'm like listening to it in a different way last night. Yeah. Well, we we uh, uh, Greg and I both worked last night, and and so after work we uh, uh, had a couple shots and uh, threw on some beasties mm-hmm. and <sighs> wrapped like white yeah. <laughs> like white people. <laughs> uh, and, and and I mean it was it was so much fun and it was just like oh remember this line oh remember yeah, this yeah. line it was so much fun but yeah like it's it's now 
so tempered with the fact uh, yeah. that I, I tell this i tell this to everyone because I'm, I'm so proud of this fact the first album i ever bought with my own money on cassette was uh was licensed to ill nice. back nice. in 1980 awesome. uh, uh, it was 87 actually mm. um and, and yeah like before that i mean i grew up in a really really rural town and and my mom listens to nothing but Barry Manilow. Yeah. So there was a lot of Barry Manilow. My sister listens to a lot of like Mariah Carey and stuff like that. That's and, and other than that, I had um, you know like the shitty radio station that yeah. pl- only played Air Supply. So and, uh, and, and Bat Dance. And Bat Dance. And Bat Dance. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. So when I found the Beastie Boys, I can't even remember how I found out about the Beastie Boys. But when I did, I got that album when we were in the states and and put it in my Walkman and started listening to it. I was like. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. like, this is this like they're swearing and yeah. they're talking like like they're they're terrifying." Yeah. Like I was terrified of them. Uh and and I'm like, "These are the three coolest human beings yeah. in the world." Like I had no idea that you could do that. Yeah. Uh, like that that could exist in music and and it it was the first thing that really just blew my mind wide open. Yeah. Um and and he's gone now. I know. Like, yeah. That's that's it doesn't make any sense. I yeah. Know. I got into them uh, late. Um, Check Check Your Head was my first Beasties mm-hmm. album. I, I really didn't like uh, hip-hop mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Was, I was really adverse to it when, you know, it was, when it was oh, really oh, yeah. coming out in the 80s. Oh, I loved it when I was a kid, and then <laughs> and then as a teenager, I was like, oh, oh I did. I was a yeah. huge nerd. Like, I was, I don't know, I listened to really weird stuff. when <laughs> Like, all the cool kids were listening to, like, you know, Run DMC and yeah. or Guns N' Roses and whatever, and I was listening to, like, Peter Gabriel and, <laughs> and <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Weird stuff. Anyway, so I put it off for a long time. I just wasn't into hip-hop, but. Public Enemy, uh, Fear of Black Planet, kind of shifted me, and I my ears opened up, and then I was watching Much Music one afternoon, and they had the uh, intergalactic premiere of yeah. uh, the So What You Want video, and I watched mm-hmm. that, and it just fucking lost my mind. I was like, holy fuck, and I ran over, ran to my bedroom, and I gathered up all the coins and loose <laughs> shit I had, and I lived right downtown, and I ran down to uh, uh, the HMB on Young Street, and I bought yeah. Check Your Head on cassette and just I wore, that, wore awesome. that tape out. I just, because yeah. I, 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 you know, I mean, it's not like I was completely unfamiliar with hip hop and rap. I knew what it sounded like, mm. and, but it never sounded like, like that, that. No. you know, and even them, because I knew the hits off of License to Ill and Paul's Boutique, yeah, particularly right. Hazel, Hey Ladies got, you know, massive airplay. Mm. Uh, but it was just such a sonic adventure. It was so yeah. crazy. And it, and it was emotional too like it had like dark points you know uh where you know you i, I just was unfamiliar with that existing within the uh, uh the design of a hip-hop album yeah. you know well or, like when also, something something's got to give comes on like yeah. that's yeah a, that's a really totally different takes you on a different yeah man. but we're also talking about a hip-hop album with a couple of punk songs on there yeah. too yeah yeah, like, yeah. This is not and live instrumentation which yeah. is not yeah. a thing back then you right. know uh but yeah and then he's fucking gone now yeah um, my, uh, my experience with the BC boys, um, I, I was in late high school, probably grade 11 when my friend Jake Keating got his license. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> no pun intended, but so, so at that point in our, in our town, it uh, like the, the ability to just drive around and do nothing mm-hmm. was all of a sudden available to us. Oh, yeah. yeah. So so the ability to go all the way across town to the 7-Eleven, which was no... You could not get there unless you had a car. Yeah. You know, was was all of a sudden here, like, this is something that we can do every night. Yeah. yeah. So, and he, one of the tapes that he had was, was Check Your Head. Yeah. 
and that and and I had like similarly I had um hear the singles and such and 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 that was when I was like wow this is really diverse mm-hmm. and then that was kind of an album that I listened to segueing into college and then when I got to college I got into Paul's boutique right uh, which blew my mind oh, in yeah. terms of sampling and everything it's and, it's and to this day one of the most important and impressive and amazing yeah. hip hop albums of all and time it was an album so ahead of its time that it took people ten years to yeah, realize to it was a classic it. if you put that album they got out, dropped from their label because of that yeah. album yeah. if you put that album out now it would still be entirely relevant. Yes. Yeah. Everything about yes. that album totally. would be entirely relevant. So, so mm-hmm. that that got me nerdy. Even the references their, to Bernie on their, Getz. Uh, on their like discography, mm-hmm. and obviously from there, uh, it was history. But but I think the um, the influence that they had on my musical taste broadening mm-hmm. is something that I cannot understate. Like oh, I would not. Yeah. I would never have heard Q-Tip on <sighs> on. Um, on the get other, it together. On uh, get it together. Yeah. Which would have never. I, w- I It would have taken me a long time to, to, find to, to start thinking about tribe yeah. and mm-hmm. then thinking about the native tongues oh, and thinking yeah. about Dela and and JBs and yep. and like all that kind of stuff. Totally. So I mean, they really, really like. I was the same as you, Casey. And like, they were. It was like I hated hip hop. They well. they informed uh, everybody on how to be cool. Yeah. Like with all the references, which, which ranged from. Uh, like the the, the 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 lyrical content ranged from totally ridiculous and silly, mm-hmm. you know, to you know, b- like uh, b- biblical figures, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, Shadrach, Meshach, uh, and Abednego. Totally, you know, <laughs> like how do you? Uh, that's crazy. After Hey Ladies, um, and it just there was just so much in there, and the strange references, like you kind of had to, uh, you know, go out and figure out what these. 70s TV shows they were talking yeah, about yeah, that you yeah, didn't know about and kind of yeah, grab these little uh, tidbits of pop one, culture. Two, three. Yeah. yeah, you know, like, oh, 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 what a great movie that movie, is, yeah. you know? Like, uh, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and uh, it's funny you mentioned, you know, driving and listening because that was uh, like my favorite thing to do in high school. So, uh, you know, Diggs had, uh, my buddy Diggs had this terrible Peugeot car, <laughs> like the horn. <laughs> Did yeah. he? Yeah, he had a Peugeot and the horn was like, not, not on this, you don't press the steering wheel. Oh, it had the... It was on the gear shift and you just pressed it and it outside of the car you could not hear that horn yeah. however inside of the car it was the loudest sound in the world and it was like, <laughs> it's like, it's like don't press that it hurts <laughs> the crankiest yeah, car you terrible. can yeah. the car eventually like it only drive backwards it was great uh but we just drove around and you know a new beasties album would come out and you just yeah. memorize the lyrics as yep. fast as possible mm-hmm. and then yeah we just drive around smoking weed and fucking rapping along with the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And it was the best thing to yeah. do in the world. Uh, one, one image that always comes into my mind now, um, if uh, I believe it's from Awesome, I Fucking Shot That, yeah, yeah. which was such an amazing I idea for a, concert, oh, yeah. for, a, for a concert film. Um, uh, there's there's just this really great image, just this sort of like unifying image. Uh, you know, you just see this this huge crowd of people, just fucking people from their whatever yeah. jobs kind of thing. And then there's a shot of Ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah. And Ben Stiller is, is rapping along. so fucking hard <laughs> yeah, along with word. the Beastie Boys and yeah. has that conviction in his eyes that I know I have when I'm rapping along yeah. like yeah. a retard <laughs> yeah. to, to a Beastie song. That is, re- is really great. Yeah, it's, um, it's so and, cool. And which, which brings us to, to his... Um, he he owned the company Oscilloscope Laboratories, yep. and I've not seen a bad movie from that. I've no. seen a, I like I go out of my way to see the movies that they put out. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Like some of the, like some of them are some of my favorite movies. Right. Um, Wendy and Lucy is one of my favorite movies from the last decade, and he's yeah. somebody that you you know with that company. He was taking a chance on filmmakers and right. and, and, and and allowing and like people. that was the point. Yeah, and yeah. and 
so fucking great. Well, yeah, I mean, this sort of like segues us into his work as a philanthropist. Yeah. Um, uh, like his his deep interest in Tibet and yep. um, and the the his his free Tibet concerts, mm-hmm. which which for a while in the late nineties was it? Yeah. Uh, uh, were were the biggest thing, like oh, the yeah. best concert experience to go yeah. to, kind of thing, because everybody was on board. And it was such a cool thing to watch him just freely change as a human being. Yeah. Because he went from being like the really the dangerous Beastie Boy. Yeah. Like, he's yeah, the one yeah. Who, he was who the first one who got and, a like, gun and, like, and and started to really espouse the the violence of of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, like all under the pretense of being. Legit. Legitimate, yeah. yeah, you know, totally. Like he always like I, I don't know. It was one thing. It was like MCA. He sound he might stab you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he had the leather jacket. And he was badass. But then he, you know, uh, he had a, a, a personal awakening, or a, however you want to put it. But he eventually, then in the second half of their career, became this like the spiritual linchpin of that mm, band. Yeah, where there, there brought, was brought an element to that band that never would have existed. Yeah. No, no, and, and I, I don't know, maybe never would have needed to existed, but the fact that it did, like, gave them such a a wider, uh, like, like there is fuck, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, it's just a wider sense of what that band actually yeah, is. or what they could say, and, yeah. you know, freely. Yeah, and still, and still have hilarious rhymes oh, and totally, and, and make great references and stuff like that. That's the thing that I like the most um, is that eventually they got back to the point where they were like, well, you know, we can still call other MCs whack, and we yeah, can still, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. like call people motherfuckers and stuff. Um, we went and saw them in '98 uh, uh, for the Hello Nasty tour, mm-hmm. and. They did a couple songs from from License to Ill, but sort of changed up the lyrics a yeah. little. Like Paul Revere was a little, you know, like the lyrics were nice. You yeah, know? <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, I don't know that you need to do that kind of thing. But I think that they eventually sort of got away from. I don't know. Doing I kind that. of I kind of liked that they did that. Hmm? I kind of I, I kind of think that it. I mean, like for them to say, you know, we were young and we said a lot of stupid things, and we're not those kids anymore right. so if we're gonna play these songs live then maybe we'll 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 nudge the lyrics a little bit i i respect that yeah I, well i mean i i don't see it as something that i res- respect or or have no respect no, yeah. for it's just something i was just like uh you know because i grew up on license to ill i'm like yeah. oh i don't i don't like you know this revisionist history thing that's mm-hmm. going on but but i mean you know what do you, it's the beastie boys what are you gonna do not yeah. go and see them because yeah. of that um totally um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, not having him involved in music, and I mean, just the end of the Beastie Boys too. Like, yeah. No, yeah. There's no question. Uh, they would never. I can imagine. Uh, continue on in any form because it was that. that I guess that's what why it does feel so. Uh, like it's such a loss. I was yeah. talking with Scott Riley about it, and he was like, it, you know, it kind of feels like a friend died. Yeah. yeah. Because w- with this sort of w- when a, a musician allows you to. Experience their personal change. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And I mean, hip hop really is a medium for that where you get to know the yeah, singer yeah. in a different kind of way because it's not really a lot of other. Well, I mean, there is metaphor, but it's not like, you know, Springsteen sings about the common man the working man but he's not that and, yeah you know you can't there's no like window to his personality necessarily right. that you feel as much as you do with some with someone who's nothing against springsteen he's great no yeah, he's yeah. great but, but he's almost playing you know, a character it's not as uh personal or yeah. confessional mm-hmm. as hip-hop can be this, and yeah. when you have a guy who's willing to you know change from being you know a street cred style hip-hop to like yeah i'm i'm a buddhist now and eventually yeah. a vegan you know yeah uh, it's you, you. You have a different sort of relationship as a listener, and when that's suddenly, suddenly uh, yeah. snatched away, it's it's uh, it's fucked up, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is you know, and it's a musician I've been listening to since I was a teenager. Yeah, all through my you know my best memories as a teen and an idiot in my twenties. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all the best parties I was ever at were yeah. you know soundtrack by the Beastie Boys. Yeah. And it was the great uh, equalizer. Everybody was down on it. Everybody, yeah. everybody likes the everybody. Somebody, I saw yeah. somebody on the, inter- the internet saying like nobody at any party when they heard uh, Paul's boutique come on would ever say like no. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone would or, always yeah. be stoked about. So put something he, on yeah. and you hear. Oh, everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the party just denigrates into like people just rapping. Yeah. Oh, this was great last. So last night at work, I just played nothing but Beastie's albums. And uh, at the end of the night, when the last band was finished, yeah. um, I just left uh, a hot sauce committee going. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, when no one dances at Rancho. There's no. a little dance party nice. going on on the dance floor at Rancho. And like, pe- like not one that was of, like, I don't think the, the people really knew no, what, either just, what was playing or what had happened. Because it was just, just a bunch of white people who can't dance yeah, dancing like, their yeah, asses yeah, yeah. off It looked the like, it like yeah. people who, who may not be aware yeah. of the and ma- I think yeah, maybe like that, just, I, it made me really happy. Normally I'm jaded and be like, fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was looking at it, it was like, bar. fuck, you know, he died this morning. and yeah. But here, you know, uh, there's a, you know 12 people just fucking yeah. dancing to his music. And that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, um, sorry, I feel like I should mention this. Just, just a little sidebar here, uh, listeners. If you you may hear some stuff going on in the background, <laughs> we're recording at, at Rancho, yeah. and uh, and uh, the place is being cleaned right now. We're all around us while we sit here and ignore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do we have any other? Well, yeah, yeah. There's one. I, you know, uh, I, I I got to see them twice live, and I feel really lucky for that now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I never got to see them. Holy shit, was it a thing? My that friends got to go see got to go see them on my birthday when I was living in Thunder Bay. He, they got <laughs> Happy to go birthday, see them Dan. here. <laughs> in, yeah, they got to go see them here in Toronto with uh, uh, Talib Kweli opening up. Oh, and wow. I was in Thunder Bay, and I remember just being so angry about it. And yeah. I kept, I remember thinking like, oh, they're gonna be back, and I'll go. But then they they kind of they didn't tour as much. You know? Yeah. Last time I saw them was uh, uh, at the ACC. Yeah, I missed that one. Um, and uh, it, it, it was this tour that they were doing where, you know, they come out and do, um, I believe it was for To the Five Boroughs. Mm. Um, yeah. 
and and they come out and you know they do all the hits and they do all the awesome stuff and then and then they go for like I guess a costume change kind of yeah. thing and then they had this other little set yeah. on the side w- which was all sort of organic music and they, oh no you know what they were doing is they were they were touring for that um, oh the mix, the mix up. up yeah okay uh, so so you know they still gave you a Beastie Boys show but, but they, then in the middle of that show they did their instrumental they thing. always yeah. seemed good for that because they cool. did that in the awesome I fucking shot that they yeah had yeah, that, yeah they wheeled that, that, out that thing yeah yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, it was the same thing. Yeah, um, I didn't actually kind of. I like that album, the mix up. It's yeah, good. It's, it's really good. Album. good. I, I find I don't listen to it all that no. much, but uh, yeah. but, but I'm glad it's there. I'll probably if I'm gonna put like background music on, like yeah, while I'm hanging around at like my parents' pool or something, or like yeah. you're, like hanging out with people and you want something, it's nice to be like. I'm gonna put on background music that no one's gonna know. It's the Beastie Boys. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like right. having that in the bed, like yeah, I'm making you guys like. Because it's really well played. Boys. For a bunch yeah. of self-taught guys, they turned into some seriously talented yeah. musicians. Yeah. Um, the first time I saw them live was at Lollapalooza in, I guess, 95 or whatever okay. it was. Maybe 94. 94. I don't remember which year. Um, and it was at Molson Park in Barrie, which is a, was a great place to see a show. The Lollapaloozas, they were outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was a shitty day, though. Uh, it was, like, overcast and rainy mm-hmm. all day. And it was just like, it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, the main reason I was there was for the Beasties. I mean, Tribe played that day, too, yeah. and it was, that was cool. It was, it was a good Lala. But, yeah, it was crappy weather, but so we're all kind of getting closer to the stage because we know the Beasties are up next and yeah. just sort of waiting. And uh, the clouds cleared up. <laughs> and we're all like kind of staring up, like, "Hey, fucking look at that! The sky's blue." Yeah. And as we're all looking up, you hear, <laughs> oh, and we all just like <laughs> ran, and it was like it was amazing. But the best part of it was, I mean, it was all this dancing and kind of like pseudo moshing and shit. And I backed up for a bit, and I was dead center, but I was kind of, I was probably, I don't know, maybe. 35, 50 yards from the stage. Yeah. So I had a good view of it and just like the pit bouncing in front mm. of me. Yeah. And I was watching it and they were doing Shake Your Rump. And, uh, you know, there's the three choruses for Shake Your Rump. Yeah. And on the album version, the recorded version, on the third one is all that crowd noise yeah, craziness, which is yeah. so cool. And the audience waited for it. Yeah. And they did it. So when it came for that third one, everyone like around yeah. me, and I mean, there's like 35,000 people there. Yeah. Everyone erupts for that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like the, the hairs on the back of my neck kind of stood up. I was like, ah, this is, I'm fucking, this is neat, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is really something special. When, cr- when crowd mentality is a positive thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it was just, uh, it was something else. I don't know. Yeah. Because they, they were, and that, they could uh, do that. Like, like, yeah. Like, it's funny, like, not to draw, you know, like, these fucking overly dramatic parallels or anything, but I found out, uh, I found out about it from Dan Gorman, who sent us a, a, a Facebook message. I mentioned this on the other episode, uh, uh, just before we went and saw the Avengers. And I just, I, I had this thought of, like, the Beastie Boys were always kind of superheroes to me. Yeah. They were always kind of, like, like a little bit more than men, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and it's, that's another thing I think that I find so confusing that how is it possible that MC MCA is not a person? Yeah, yeah. He's like this. He's so much bigger than that. How is it possible that he that he as a human could die? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's weird and and kind of a childish thought, but it's one that I definitely have, and it's one that's definitely been confusing me. Yeah, yeah. As a thirty-five-year-old man, totally. Just yeah, it's just the, the Beastie Boys aren't something that I thought that this was going to happen to like yeah. it, like i don't, I don't want to say that it was like 
shockingly unexpected because I mean he's been well, battling he had cancer, and stuff. Yeah. So, but I mean it still kind of was, you know. It was just like listening to the music yesterday. I just, I just, just, just had that whole like I can't believe it, you mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah. Like this is I'm listening to something that like isn't going to continue now. And it's that's funny, and I remember so when I found yeah. out that he had cancer. Um, I remember like I'm like, oh no, but. Th- yeah. There wasn't a thought fine. in my mind. Yeah, it was yeah. just like, like, it's, yeah. it's yeah, like oh, he's it, just going to have to go deal with something shitty. That sucks. But he'll be yeah. back and fine and better than ever. And then, no, yeah. and then when he way. when they came back, when he came back and was like, you know, cancer's in remission. I'm cool. Everything's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Then I was like, yeah. That, yeah, it's all right. good. You know, and they put, and, you know, delayed hot sauce committee, and like, yeah. when it came out, I was, oh man, it was so good. I was so happy that it was good. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Vibros. You know, and no, I think we like talked it. about that on an episode. Yeah, we did. Didn't we? yeah, and you know, I mean, I dug what Ad Rock had to say about that album. He was like, "Look, you know, nine eleven had just happened. Yeah. We all live right there. You yeah. know, so you know, we were getting ready to do a new album, but it wasn't. It did not feel appropriate. None yeah. of us were in the mood to mm-hmm. to you know make to fart make a party jokes. Record. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And, and I get that. And so again, that's another thing. Like, good for them for doing that. Yeah, you know, they, they were able to step outside themselves. It doesn't make for the most listenable album. But no, but luckily they've <laughs> got a shitload more. But then they came, uh, you know, uh, Hot Sauce Committee, which was so much fun and sounded mm-hmm. fresh. And weirdly, it's like six years after that album, but they sound younger on it yeah. than they do on Five Burrows. And and his lyrics are so good on it. Uh, MCA, all of mm-hmm. them are. You know, like uh, Mike D came with some crazy shit. Like I fucking go back in time and send out facts from my car. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's a great album, you know. Uh, and that video they put together for uh, 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 um, Make Some Noise. Yeah, yeah. Whole, oh. The long form, the half an hour yeah. thing. It's it's that's yeah, I mean, one that's of the most thing. pleasing things a, to watch. He was such a great director. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he so did. Talented. I never saw that uh, Gunner for that number one spot. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think it's on Netflix. You should watch it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so well shot and put together. It's like it it has that enthusiasm and excitement of awesome. I fucking shot that, but yeah. channeled it through a documentary about about basketball. It's mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Um. Oh, speaking of. Sports stuff with them. They were all big sports guys. Yeah, or, uh, still yeah. are the remaining two, um, and uh, uh, mainly Knicks. But they were all uh, big, big uh, New York Mets fans. They weren't Yankees guys. They were Mets guys. And uh, so yesterday, when uh, the Mets uh, took the field and played, yeah. uh, for every Mets player that came up to bat, they came up to bat to a Beastie song. That's yeah. awesome. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah totally. totally. Kind of classy on the old. Ba- I'm a baseball guy, but that's, yeah. Fucking pretty neat. Yeah. I don't know. He's, uh, you know, he uh, uh, really added something to music, and it's uh, we're all, um, I guess, deprived of something now. That he's yeah. Gone. yeah, yeah. I when I got home last night, I I just sat and and just went through Twitter, and just like, I just sort of sat there within that that sort of sense of community. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and just like listening did, to what other people. I did a say similar thing. Yeah, it was just. Going through and seeing what 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 everyone that I followed had to say, you know, like a lot yeah. of comedians yeah. said a lot of things. Yeah. And there was there was a I think there was a page on Gawker that had like a hundred celebrity tweets about it, and just just reading like everyone's take on it, you yeah. know, and like some of them were very like, thank you for all like the positive mm-hmm. things you've brought to me, and so it yeah. just it was yeah. I mean, I did I did that too. Yeah, and it felt essential, you know, like yeah. it felt like like I had to. Uh, uh, 
Like I had to find other people. Like I needed that sense of community yeah. in order to sort of make this. This has been the most I've ever been affected by a celebrity death, I would by say, the death yeah. of Me somebody too. I don't know. Yeah, and and I'm still like. Which seems absurd to me, you know. I'm still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him. That's not fair. But but you yeah. know, he he was so integral. Like yeah. he was such an integral thing to my life that that this is something that I'm not going to get over right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think um, I think a good note maybe to leave it on is just, I mean, last night when we were all listening to his music, mm-hmm. and I just think like. Remember him through his music. I yeah. mean, we, we will always have the the great albums, and I'm going to continue listening to those albums. Yeah, yeah. And continue. Ex- we're gonna, I'm going to co- be able to continue to experience what he had to say. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just it's so strange that that it's a finite package now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but again, it doesn't but detract from who he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't detract from who he was or what he did, and and I am severely grateful that he existed yeah 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 music uh music was better yeah for it absolutely for sure as was my so life if you if you haven't been a big bc boys fan and you and you just listen to us talk about uh talk about it i implore you yeah to go dig in and if you yeah. were do yourself continue. a favor and and do the world a favor like keep their music alive yeah yeah Keep playing and, it at parties. Yeah, and just yeah, I mean that guy did a lot in forty-seven years. You yeah. know, I mean, who, uh, it's, it's it's quite a thing to be like, you know, I pioneered hip hop into uh, the mainstream. Mm-hmm. I got kicked off of a Madonna tour. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, you know, completely shifted gears. Uh, the type of person I was, I got to produce a Bad Brains album. Yeah, uh, and brought worldwide awareness to the struggles in Tibet. Uh, quite, quite, quite a guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Just uh, and uh, and yeah. So I mean, if you're listening to this and you feel the same way that we do, uh, you know, leave us a message on uh, on on Twitter or on you know our Facebook or wherever. Just leave a message showing your support. Yeah. And put on a Beasties record. We're allowed. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And just and just rap and just yeah. look like a retard <laughs> and just yeah. spaz out. Yep. Because it's the best feeling. It's amazing. It's the most freeing thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, Adam Yow. Thanks for listening, uh, Internet. Goodbye, Internet. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.